to the fan. It's time for X's and O's with Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer on the Minnesota Vikings radio network. Now from the TCO studios in Egan, here is the voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen. Hey, what's going on? It's Paul Allen from the TCO studios on KFAN and the Vikings radio network. It is X's and O's with Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer on a two-game winning streak heading to his home state, Illinois, for Monday night football against the Chicago Bears. You know, i got to credit you, Coach, because um, in, in looking back at some of these fiascos this team has had at Soldier Field, and there have been a lot of them over the last 20 years, you've managed to win there two times since you've been the head coach, and they've only won there four times out of 19. How do you do it? <laughs> Well, you just got to play better than the other team. Uh, you know, it, it, it's always a hard trip. Um, you know, the, their fans there are great fans, um, you know, and, they, and they've got great players. So uh, I think, you know, all those things combined make it difficult. Uh, in the victory over the Detroit Lions, first of all, congratulations. Two in a row, still a lot of work to do. Uh, Chris Boyd's first start went right at him with that first play, knocked it away, whiffed on Marvin later, touchdown. Raising kids like we talked about last week. Isn't it just awesome? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, he did play a lot better this last week. Um, you know, he challenged the receivers quite a bit. He did a pretty good job in the running game, unfortunately. Missed that tackle. You know, Paul, that was the exact same basically play a year ago up in Detroit that uh, Trey Waynes missed a tackle on Marvin Jones and scored a touchdown. Wow, holy cow. Now, you know, when, uh, when, when I was able to leave my 10-foot circumference here at TCO Performance Center and chat with you, I recall late in the season, um, you liked what you were seeing from Chris Boyd in practice. I just remember you saying really good things about Chris. So, like, what did you like then to where he is now? Well, I think he saw some of those things this last week. You know, his acceleration, his, he's got really good ball skills, but he can really run. He's physical in the run game. You know, he's done a really nice job for us in, in uh, special teams a year ago. So I think all those things combined, you see the athletic ability, and it's just about, you know, being the same guy every day, same technique, same, same uh, alignments, understanding all the different formations and, and things that he has to do. Just a, a quick kids check because the future is so important if you get the opportunity. Uh, Jeff Gladney, what, uh, what are you liking about him off that Lions game? Well, Jeff had three uh, third down breakups this week, which, uh, you know, that's always a good thing. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to get our guys more involved in, in knocking balls down, getting, getting uh, ball disruption. Uh, and I think uh, in that game he did, he did a nice job. Ezra Cleveland, uh, third start, what are we liking about him? Yeah, I think you're starting to see some of the athleticism uh, that shows up on some of the, especially on some of the zone plays. Uh, we still got some things to work on with him that uh, uh, will help him to become a better player, but he's got good size and, and good, uh, good athletic ability, and he's a pretty tough kid. Baptism by fire for him and the rest of those guys this week, right? Danny Trevathan, Akeem Hicks, Roquan Smith, you know more than me. He's never played better. And you belong Nichols. Nobody's heard of him, but he's good. I mean, this is, uh, is going to be a tough one. Yeah, this is a tough one. They've got a lot of a lot of really good players on their defense. Uh, they're very stout. They're very aggressive. You know, you didn't even mention Khalil Mack. Um, you know, so they've got uh, they've got a lot of good guys. Good guys in the secondary as well. Their corners play well. Uh, you know, the the Johnson kid from Utah is a good player. So um, you know, it'll it'll be a great test for us offensively as well. Back to that kids check for a second. Justin Jefferson at the midway point. Uh, what uh, what are we liking about him? 
Uh, I think he's just settling in, and you know, the the more opportunities he gets, the more plays he makes. Uh, he's he's good with the ball in his hands. He's good with going up and getting the ball, contested catches. He's starting to. I think he's starting to understand some of the releases a little bit better now that he has to do in in, in the NFL. So, um, you know, really, the sky's the limit for him. Last couple with Justin specifically. Are you starting to see safety shade his way a little bit? Well, I'm starting to see uh, corners follow him a little bit more. So, uh, uh, and, and yeah, some some of the times, but uh, this last week the safety shaded to add him a little bit more. Uh, but you know, these guys uh, do a good job in the back end. Chicago does with their two safeties, Eddie Jackson. Um, you know, they they'll they'll be trying to trick us uh, and and move one way or the other. Wow, last one on the kids. Can't forget him, Dan Chisena, the Gunner. What? Uh... What are we seeing, Dan? He's pretty fast, isn't he? Yeah, he's a he's a fast guy. We got to continue work with him on some of his uh, releases and get-offs. He's doing a nice job on kickoff return as far as his uh, blocking. Uh, you know, he's, and he's he's had some good rushes, uh, opportunities to maybe block a punt. So we got to we got to continue to work with him on some of his technique. Speaking of uh, kick and punt returns, what were some teaching moments for KJ Osborne off that Detroit game? Well, I think on the punt return, you know, the, the you know, I'm watching the guy in in pregame, and he's almost hitting the roof, and uh, you know, the the second punt that he had that he didn't fair catch was you know a 5.4 second hang time or something, you know, you got to fair catch that, and then there was one, uh, you know, and and on the kickoffs. You know he has has the ability to start going, and then he can't stutter. He's got to keep running uh, and get get vertical. Uh, do, with, with your secondary, Mike, do you sense things absolutely are settling back there, out of the bye, maybe with a little more cover too? Well, we've played a lot more cover too, definitely. But um, you know, we have to mix the coverages. It's just like every other every other week. You can't sit in there and play just uh, straight cover two. And you know, we've we've had some adaptations of the cover twos. We've had some ad some adaptations of quarters and some three deep and and some pressure. So I, you know, that's kind of what you got to do. These uh, these defensive linemen, not many around the league, have heard a lot of the names. Maybe a Fadio Denebo off last year doesn't matter. I mean, they're playing out. Out of their minds for you right now, right? Well, they're playing very hard, and uh, you know that's important. They've been doing a really good job in, in the run game, which uh, you know if if we can get teams in second and eight, second and nine, second and ten, uh, that adds to a lot of what we can do uh, with not only with our corners but with our pressure package and and uh, trying to confuse the quarterback. Is Jaleel Johnson bursting with confidence right now? Yeah, Jalil. Uh, you know, he has he has his moments where he he kind of forgets what he's where he's going. But uh, I think he feels. You know, the the thing I admire the most about Jalil is he'll go in there and he'll throw his stuff around. He's going to be physical and aggressive, and and uh, sometimes it doesn't go the right way all the time. But uh, Andre gets him back on track, and he goes back out there and gets back to it. Mike, uh, I have to believe the way uh, the running game is going, 160 a clip, the way Dalvin's going. I, I have to believe the play-action game moving forward. I mean, that that just has to have merit all over the place, right? Yeah, that, that'll be the next part of it. Uh, you know, I think... Uh uh, that's something that we do well. You know, our receivers do a good job of getting open off of it. Uh, you know, the the running game sets it up very well, and so uh, you know we'll have to continue to do both those things. Does Cordero Patterson bring everything out of the end zone? 
Yeah, if you don't kick it out of the end zone, it's coming out. And uh, he's not just a good re returner. He's a great returner. Yeah, maybe one of the best, if not the, in the history of the National Football League. That'll be a challenge. Very I physical runner. He's a very physical runner. Hits the seams hard. Um, yeah, he does a great job. X's and O's with Mike Zimmer. Um, ever, ever had two punts blocked in a game before Sunday? Ever seen that? Nope. Uh, I, we, we blocked a couple against Carolina a few years ago, but... Uh, yeah. We've never had two blocked against us. Uh, now, uh, the, this Bears front with Eddie Jackson behind them, back to your running game versus this gang. You know, with, with, with not having fans at Soldier Field, A, that's super sad like U.S. Bank Stadium. But secondly, it's probably not going to hurt Cousins and your offense in the running game, right? No, that that shouldn't hurt anything there. It's the, you know, the uh, Akeem Hicks and, and uh, Mack and those guys, That th those are the the difficult guys we're going to have to take care of. Um, they, the Bears have lost three in a row. Overall, how are they playing into Monday night's game? Well, you know, they've been, they've been a lot of close games. Um, you know, they, they lost last week uh, on a close one. Um, I believe it against Tennessee. Yep. And, uh, you know, so they've had a lot of, a lot of uh, really good games. Uh, they've won some games late. Then we lost some games late, so uh, you know it's it's going to be important for us that you know I think it's probably going to be a fairly low-scoring game, and we're going to have to try and keep the score down and and uh, try to uh, manage the game with the things that we do well. And Professor Zimmer teaches every single week, even though it may be cliche. Uh, honestly, I, I haven't seen the take give as important for a team as this one through the first eight. I mean. What what are you minus eight in losses plus five in wins? I mean it's it's kind of everything, right? Yeah, it's it's really important for us. Uh, you know the the less less possessions that the other team has, and the more that we have is is always a good thing. And um, you know hopefully they continue to come in bunches because that's uh, you know we got three this last week. Hopefully we can get a couple more this next week. And and you know obviously we don't want to turn the ball over offensively. Last one, coach, and thanks for the time. You think playing in that windy Lambeau Field game will help you guys Monday night in case it comes up windy? Yeah, you know, I, I, there's a possibility it's going to be windy. You know, it's always got a little bit of wind there in Soldier Field. Um, and so hopefully that will give us a little bit of advantage that we've been in there. But uh, it should be a nice night, and uh, we, we need to be ready to go. And just to reemphasize in closing, their kick returner, gunner, running back, and wide receiver, great, not good, right? Right. Thank you. Good luck. All right, Paul. Mike Zimmer, head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. I'm Paul Allen. Innovative Office Solutions and the Minnesota Vikings have teamed to put the spotlight on nonprofit organizations doing good, I mean great, in the community that surrounds us. Nominate a deserving organization by going to community.innovative-s.com. Innovative Office Solutions is the hometown provider of office essentials and furniture to the Minnesota Vikings. It's Paul Allen, Brian Periani, tight ends coach. He coaches Irv Smith Jr. at a couple of TDs in the Lions game. He's next on X's and O's via the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network driven by Polar. And the Ad Council. Welcome back to X's and O's on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings Radio Network. It's Paul Allen, joined by Vikings tight ends coach Brian Periani on a program presented by U.S. Bank, honoring the Vikings' 60 greatest fans this season. How you doing, Coach? Congratulations on that victory against Detroit. Felt pretty good, right? Thanks, Paul. I'm doing good. 
Yeah. And, and one of your pupils, Irv Smith Jr., with uh, not only his first two touchdowns of the year, his first multiple touchdown game of his career, seems like a really free-spirited kind of kid. Is that true, and how happy was he? Yeah, he is. You know, he likes to show his emotion when he plays the game. I think it's, uh, it's good for any player to do that once again in the end zone. You know, it's, it's tough to do. It's a hard league, and uh, you know you should be rewarded when you score touchdowns in this league. You know, a uh, common thread on X's and O's I have with Mike Zimmer, specifically earlier in the season with uh, no preseason games and raising these kids and stuff like that, is exactly that, raising kids. And, you know, Irv Smith Jr. was the youngest player in the NFL last year. He's still young. So whether it's him, Kyle, Tyler, whomever, when, when they're not getting looks or it's not going the way, do, do you kind of have to, in fatherly fashion, keep encouraging them to do everything as well as they are? I think you always have to keep encouraging them to do everything as, as well as they are, like you said, um, because they understand that it takes 11 guys going in the same direction in all areas of what we do on offense. And uh, you never know when it's going to be your day or your time. So, uh, you know, the success of everybody is generated by all the guys that are on the field, all 11 guys. Uh, Brian, I'm going to mention this to you for, I think, a third time publicly, maybe a fifth time overall. Um, 82, one of my favorite players, on and off the field. His overall game really has jumped up since you got here. And, and we just see things. You see everything. People like me see things every single game. And <laughs> the newest example, Dalvin 70, I mean, what he was doing to J. Ron Curse in the end zone honestly should be felonious in 48 states. I mean, he was just working on him, right? Uh, one of the things we take pride in, and everybody does on, for, for, on offense for Coach Kubiak is, is, uh, and for their teammates, is to uh, you know, try to get finishes on blocks after plays. And Coach will show those to the team. And, uh, you know, everybody's, it's not that you're trying to get on there. You're just showing your work. And, uh, you know, you're trading this profession. And Kyle had a great block on the screen, and he also had a great block on the 70-yard uh, the touchdown run by Dalvin in the third quarter. And, and with a team specifically like this, Brian, that, that is averaging 160 rushing yards a game, I mean, uh, the, the, the buy-in factor for the tight ends and doing their part, it just has to be there, right? Yeah, I mean, that, it's, it all starts with the running game. And um, if it's not there and in the pass protection, the other things are going to come off that. I, I think I said that uh, one other time. The play passes and the keepers and different things that are going to happen are starting to happen once you believe in what the offense does and as the season continues to go. Because you never know what day it's going to be somebody's turn to make the big plays for this offense. Brian Perry, Ani, tight ends coach for the Minnesota Vikings on a two-game winning streak, taking on the Bears on Monday Night Football. This is X's and O's, and you can purchase any 20-ounce Pepsi-branded product from Quick Trip with your rewards card to enter the Vikings opening drive sweepstakes. No purchase necessary. See store for details. And, uh, Coach, t take us uh, into, like, watching film after a game. And not, not the X's and O's or the schemes or anything, but, like, when, when Dalvin is running the way he is, or Madison or whomever, and Irv, Kyle, or Tyler, they see themselves really helping with it, that makes, like, what's the room like when they see that, you know? Well, I, I think it's almost like what you see during the games as you're observing it. There's that excitement, you know, and you see it on the sidelines. You see it when you're on the field. You can tell when somebody does good things. Not just those guys, the offensive linemen, the fullback, the wide receivers. So when they get a chance to see it again in the film room, I think it's just as exciting. Uh, to correct something that's good, and sometimes you got to correct things that are bad. You know, kind of an overriding view because you've done it for so long and, and been part of Super Bowls and everything. 
the no fans part is awful. Nothing we can do about it. But specifically at home games, are you mm -hmm. noticing that it's easier to get that energy going on the road than maybe it is at home when something doesn't necessarily go your way? Um, you know, I, I think it's, it's been a learning experience for all of us, this whole situation that we've gone through this year. So, like anything, I think we're all learning to deal with it both at home and away. And um, uh, we're getting better at it. You know, um, obviously some games have dictated it to be better on the road than maybe at home. But, you know, uh, we won our first game at home the other day. And I think that's a positive step in the right direction for the second half of the season. And we have a lot more to play at home. So um, it, it, should only, it should only continue us going in, the, in, going in the right direction. Coach, this uh, Bears well-respected pass defense, how, um, how does it mesh with tight ends? Um, you know, it, it really, it, they're out, their defense is very, very good. You know, Chuck, Chuck, Coach Pagano does a great job uh, there. You know, uh, watching them, you got 94, 52, 58, 59. Uh, the safeties, 38 and 39. I mean, you got Hicks inside. They, they, they are very good. They, they, they stop the run. They make you work. Uh, they can rush the passer, you know, and um, we're going to Chicago and we got our work cut out for us against them on Monday night. Because of COVID and tears and everything, I haven't spoken to Tyler Conklin one time uh, before a game this year. So um, tell him the announcer says hi. And I also, how is he doing? Is, are things okay for Tyler? He has zero catches. Is he begging for he, catches? He, he, no, he, he's doing a good job. Uh, he's working. Uh, you know, he played, played a lot last week. Um, you know, and, and again, he, he's, he's, he's doing his role and he's helping us, you know, uh, when somebody else is making a play, if he's in there, he's pass protecting, he's run blocking, and he's, he's getting the positive things done for Dalvin, for Madison, for Justin, for Irv, for Adam, for Kyle, for somebody, you know, to, uh, to get open and be successful and to help Kurt. I asked uh, Gary Kubiak this question on my radio show on KFAN earlier in the week and also um, uh, Mike Zimmer on this show, so I'll ask you too. With what Dalvin's doing in the running game out there, what are you seeing with play action? I mean, that that's like something that's no longer in the back pocket. It's like right there, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, to watch him, whether he's running the ball or play action, he, he, he's he's so energetic. He's a, he's a special player, uh, you know, whether it's in practice or in the game. I mean, he's a captain. He's a leader. He's a worker. You know, he wants to win. He wants to put people on his back and his, you know, he can lead his teammates and they'll follow him and uh you know it's 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 a it's a tribute to him because uh he, he's just fun to watch uh when he gets on that football field brian you, you've seen so much for so many years and and you just rhapsodize dalvin but like you know the speed and the versatility like what are some non-obvious things a coach would genuinely appreciate about what dalvin cook does and, and what he brings uh, I think he has, you know, he, he, he kind of already knows where he wants to go with the ball. He has vision. Uh, one of the things that he does, he's a great pass protector. You know, I, uh, you, you know, a lot of backs don't get credit for that, but he know he's going to stick his face in there and go block people. He understands all the schemes and, uh, uh, you know, whatever he's called on to do, he's going to do it for his teammates. Last one, and th thank you very much, Brian. Uh, the way Roquan Smith is playing, we know Khalil Mack, Trevathan, Akeem Hicks, uh, Eddie Jackson, like <laughs> yes. you mentioned. Uh, is this... Is this a bigger tight end protection game, maybe like handcuffed to the tackles, or is this a big tight end pass protection game, or just kind of business as usual? No, I don't think so. I think it's business as usual. You know, I, I think we have to, um, 
uh, go, go about it. We have to do our, our thing just like we do on offense. You know, like I said before, I, I think they're a great defense, but we face a lot of good defenses and great defenses this year. Every week there's a challenge. There's certain people's that, people that we need to take care of on offense. And, um, you know, there's certain things that our scheme will expose, hopefully, if we get the running game going and we get things going. And, and uh, that's what we got to do on Monday night to beat the Bears on the road. Coach, I appreciate the time. Best of luck. Keep everybody healthy, and um, I'll see you soon, okay? Okay, thanks, Paul. I appreciate it. You got it, bud. Brian Perriani, tight ends coach for the Minnesota Vikings on a two-game winning streak at Chicago on Monday Night Football. The uh, kickoff shortly after 7 o'clock, then three consecutive at home. So a chance to do some damage off two consecutive wins from 1-5, and five, now 3-5. and five. Uh, Very, very excited for this Monday Night Contest. Uh, winning at Soldier Field has been problematic for the Minnesota Vikings, uh, winning four of the last 19 there. So we'll see what they can do on Monday Night Football. It's game day any day. Play the new Minnesota Vikings scratch game from the Minnesota Lottery with a top prize of $100,000. Are you game? Just say, I'm in. Get details at mnlottery.com. Thank you to everybody here at the Vikings Entertainment Network, specifically Nathan Vaughn, and Eric Nordquist and uh, Brett Blakemore with KFAN Radio. I'm Paul Allen. That's X's and O's with Mike Zimmer on the KFAN Lewiston, Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings Radio Network, driven by Polaris.